Yesterday I went to Disneyland, and apart from my admiration for the operational complexity associated with themed entertainment, I want to take the opportunity to highlight business takeaways that anybody can learn from the House of Mouse. So here are my eight business takeaways from my day at Disney. Now a jumping off point for this was a 2017 Inc. magazine article. I think there are a couple areas to expand on and some stuff that is not necessarily relevant anymore. And also the biggest sin is that he misquoted Walt Disney. If you can dream it, you can do it is not something that he has said. It was from the Ride Horizons in Epcot that opened long after Walt Disney had passed away. So, anyways, without further ado, let's jump into it. Point one, create magic from the start. Disney does a great job at this, and it got me thinking, if you have a great product that'll change somebody's life, but from the moment you land on their website until they open the box and they try the product, it's just an okay experience, you're going to be wondering why there's so much drop-off on the site and why people are not really resonating with this life-changing product. The website, the marketing, every customer touch point before they actually pick up the product needs to be as magical as that final product. Point two, personalize the experience. Disneyland, on average, sees about 40,000 people a day, and even though, yes, there are lines, they have a way to make a ton of one-on-one -on -one personalized experience. When we're thinking about personalization in our site, in our business, the difference between having a checkout cart and an add to cart and a newsletter that just feels a little bit more magical, a little bit more tailored to me personally, is taking something transactional and making it something that's going to really resonate with me and stick with me because it felt like that company was just talking to me. Point three, keep it hassle-free. Friction hinders conversion. At Disney, everything is designed to have as little friction as possible so that you stay there longer, spend a little bit more, get that one extra thing you weren't going to. How can you do that with your business, with your site, to make sure that there is absolutely no friction to a new lead and getting a conversion or whatever KPI you're measuring. Point five, branding beyond the logo. Everything Disney has built, I mean, you go back to when the park first opened and stuff, it was so far ahead of the industry that that level of theming and cleanliness and what have you became synonymous with Disney. So really they were putting their logo or their brand everywhere without having to put it anywhere. How do people interact with your brand? Would somebody be able to look at a snippet of your company out of context and immediately know that it is your company if you're not allowed to use your logo or your brand name? Do you have your brand integrated in the DNA of everything that your company does? Point six, being a trusted advisor, let's think about the customer's journey and they start on Google or Amazon or TikTok Disney has such a great wealth of knowledge so that usually after that first step, you are landing at something that they manage and they own. They have D23, the fan club. They have Plan Disney that used to be the mom panel. They have the Disney Parks blog. They have become the trusted advisor when you are starting your purchasing journey and hopefully, you know, in a perfect world, not letting that be a third-party blog or some other kind of coverage that is not being managed by you. When your customers start their buying journey, at what point do you enter the chat on that? 
Are you coming in right at the end for the actual purchase? Or are you helping them make their decision and informing them way, way earlier in the process, like Disney is? Point seven, impressions matter. Now, Disney used to do this a lot more. They're doing it less now, but we're still going to learn from it. Think of things that delight when you're thinking about the buttons that they give away, saying, I'm celebrating, it's my birthday. If you think of extra magic moments where they give that kid that second ice cream, how can you delight your customers in a way that has never been done before, in a way that is not directly related to sales, but is really just meant to cement the relationship between you and your customers? Point eight, my last point, is going to be teamwork makes the dream work. You see this at Disney all the time. It is a mess of people so many different people in so many different capacities to make one seamless experience for the customer. When we think about this for your brand, for your company, think of a great checkout cart with a horrible landing page. That's just a horrible website. A great product with a bad website is a bad company. Sometimes we get caught up in a killer feature or a phenomenal product or a great landing page when really you need to take every beat and look to make sure that everything reflects that same level because if the team is not pulling together, the customer is going to hone in on that weak spot and that's gonna be the takeaway. That'll wrap it up for today. Let me know what you guys thought of the video down in the comments. If you have any other points or any other things you want to expand on, I would love to start a dialogue on this. We will see you later in the week and until then, it's business as usual.